Welcome to the Epic Levels Mad Dungeon Podcast, where we create a one-page adventure improv style. I'm Steve Albertson, the Dragon Warrior. Artista Protista, Andrew Baluri, the Tiger Wizard. And I'm Rob Baluri, a.k.a. DJ Robbie Darko, and I love games, dudes. Let's Let's roll. roll! Hey, so this is Mad Dungeons, and I'm Zach. I'm here with Steve, and we're having a little bit of an off week, and we wanted to tell you more about it. Hey, Steve. Hey, Zach. This is very fun. It's never just you and me. Today's our day. Our day to shine. Heck yeah. We'll hold hands uh, from a distance. (laughs) From across uh, oceans of time. Right. So what's going on is uh, Rob had himself a uh, child, and so he's got his hands tied with that one, and uh, Andrew has been a little bit ill this week, so we decided to kind of give ourselves a little bit of a break and um, let them take some time to be ready for next week. So Be ready for themselves. I don't know if I told you, Zach, but I threw out my shoulder through a uh, tubing incident with a uh, high-powered motorboat. So I'm also, I'm out too, you know. Your podcasting I'm, arm I'm is done. blown. Yeah, I can't do it. Oh, <laughs> uh, so uh, best wishes to those of us uh, who are healing and those of us who are celebrating. Uh, and then, so we'll come up, uh, we'll have our Andrew Kolb episode coming out uh, this coming Wednesday, as opposed to today, when uh, you may have been waiting with bated breath for it. And, uh, and might but, I say, it's one to be excited about. That uh, that was a treasure of a recording. He was a wonderful guest. Uh, yeah, he's amazing. Uh, and again, I mean, we talk about him almost every side quest anyway, just because we are <laughs> running through his book. But uh, we'll shout him out again in the lead up to his episode, which is going by Neverland, a role-playing setting uh, by Andrew Kolb and illustrated by Andrew Kolb, and you will be a happy camper. And also gear up for his new Wizard of Oz uh, setting book as well. So, Yeah. So, hey, Steve, um, we're looking at doing some uh, conventions coming up. Why don't you tell me a little bit more about uh, what we have planned or what we hope to have planned? Yeah, so every year I go to I, we, uh, Zach, Rob, and Andrew and myself go to Dragon Con, which will be coming up in September. Uh, so we are planning on being there. We're still negotiating with uh, them what we'll actually be doing there. So uh, we will keep you informed on this here channel. But we are making lots of fun inroads with uh, different partners there. So we'll see what that is. Um, I do also go to Gary Con every year. Uh, that is already done. It was all virtual this year. So we'll be looking uh, forward to that in 2022. Uh, but then we're curious about where you think we should be going um, for the rest of the year. So we also have uh, Gen Con coming up September 16th through 19th, which is right around Dragon Con, which always makes that uh, a tough uh, one-two punch. I also, with my other job, Zach, go to South by Southwest when we're not in the middle of plague times, and all that stuff just kind of ends up being back to back to back. So... We'll yeah, spring to summer tends to be pretty busy. Yeah, uh, but we're also interested in uh, North Texas RPG Con that just finished up. Uh, there's a very, very good chance that I will be attending Gamehole Con in Madison, Wisconsin, since I'm currently running around that area. It's about two hours from where I'm at now, which I'm very close to Lake Geneva. Um, PAX seems like it would be a good spot for us, uh, especially since we do music, and uh, Nerdcore tends to be a thing there, although... Uh, the tabletop one is probably a better venue for us than the video game one. Although uh, Rob 
might be uh, might disagree with us on that one, Zach. Yeah, yeah. Well, I love video <laughs> games too, but yeah, Rob is definitely into it. Yeah. Um, so as far as I understand, some of the uh, things that we'd like to try to do at these conventions, A, would be to um, maybe have a live show where we actually have a guest and have an audience, and that would be really fun. And I think another one is we have been uh, making lots and lots of uh, campaigns. So uh, we would love to find a way to run these with people and uh, experience it with either listeners or new people. So I think those are some at least the uh, main things that we're exploring. Yeah, those are the primaries. So I will most certainly at Dragon Con be running our one-page adventures that we've been making with all of our uh, new and old friends. So uh, we'll have uh, info on signups for all of that stuff. Uh, for Dragon Con, for sure. Game Hole Con, uh, not sh- I haven't even reached out yet. Uh, so it might be too late, but we'll find out. But uh, Zach, so, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, uh, another thing that we were thinking about doing uh, for this little fun interlude is just uh, putting on a pedestal, shouting out some of the other podcasts that we uh, enjoy. Yeah, if you're not going to be able to listen to uh, Mad Dungeons this week, we thought maybe we'd give you a list of options that we have enjoyed. So, uh, uh, Steve, why don't you tell me your first one? All right. So, uh, I picked for my first pick. Uh, the One Shot Podcast, run by Mr. James D'Amato. Now, they take a single game, or occasionally a setting, and play that game. And it lasts mm, two to four episodes at about an hour apiece. So uh, I've been listening to them pretty much since they started. They also uh, run a campaign setting. And in the early days was a very fun Star Wars one, uh, but since then they've been doing uh, Skyjacks, which is a based on the December or Decemberist records, which is uh, a lot of fun. Although those old Star Wars ones are great, and I recently went back to go revisit some of my very early favorite ones. Uh, they did an episode of Feng Shui by uh, uh, Robert D. Laws, which. Um, which is pretty much like a Jackie Chan action, I don't know, fanfic, but it's super fun. So highly recommended. Uh, he also uh, curated a book that came out uh, right around the holidays this last year, too. James D'Amato? Yes, James D'Amato with uh, 40 fast, easy, and fun tabletop games called The Ultimate Micro RPG Book. Uh, which for Zach I'm holding in my hand right now, which uh, I quite like this book, but I will say I don't know how these games are going to go. He's been running a bunch of them in the podcast. Some seem like they're very well up my alley. Some of them seem a little more like writing exercises with a friend than they do an actual role-playing game. So there's a whole variety of things in there, but um, I even like the idea of uh, what is the idea of a role-playing game, so... You could get that book wherever you get books, which is the internet these days. What's your uh, first pick, Zach? Yeah, so One Shot does sound awesome. I haven't heard it. Uh, I thought I'd tell uh, our listeners about Dr. Game Show. It might be popular, it might not, but um, it's, uh, it's it's really um, a fun-hearted kind of improv show where uh, two people, Joe Firestone and uh, Manolo Morono, Moreno, um, play uh, just like little game show games that are suggested by their um their audience um i think probably my favorite example is they um they develop a list 
and the contestants are supposed to decide whether or not the the, the word is a Pokemon, a uh, narcotic, or a design agency. So, you know, I thought it was pretty fun. So I, I, I'd say that if you want something to kind of like laugh at and be uh, lighthearted, that's definitely one to look out for. I think that's great. Snorla- Snarlax. Coffee. Sn- <laughs> Snarlax coffee? Uh, well, I don't I mean, I'm guessing Snarlax is a Pokemon. Yeah, trick question. They're both Pokemons. Oh. Uh, Mobitu. Uh, design company. Yeah. So, you know, but, but you know, or, or you can add in the, like, you know, Greek god or something like that or, or myth- mythological uh, being. And I feel like uh, you get stepped up on a couple of them. I think that's amazing. There was this website, I don't know if it's still up, that was just called Improv Troop or Ska Band. And it was just a photo and you had to decide whether <laughs> <laughs> which was which. It was brilliant, whoever thought of it. That does sound good. All right, so what's next on your list? Next up on my list is uh, Story Break with Freddie Wong, Matt Arnold, and Will Campos. Uh, these three gentlemen also do Dungeons and Daddies, but uh, Story Break was around uh, before it. And I picked that out because it's kind of similar to what we do, where they take a concept, um, which could be uh, a sequel to a film. It's always a film, and they pretty much figure out a pitch or a concept for a movie with a outline normally for what the film would be in about an hour. Um, so they've taken things like uh, they just recently uh, reran their Why Did the Chicken Cross the Road episode. So taking old jokes and doing that. They've occasionally gone onto Wikipedia and hit the random button, all three of them, and then they combine the three random things that Wikipedia throws at them and come up with a screenplay that way. Um, one of the early episodes was uh, a Jar Jar Binks uh, episode of Star Wars. They have twice now decided to write f- entire feature screenplays. One was called Heaven Heist. That was uh, an Asian-themed, uh, like, Coco meets Ocean's Eleven screenplay where they go to heaven to try to rob the Celestial Bank <laughs> of Heaven. Uh, and they are currently uh, going through this Jar Jar Binks episode that they did probably like four years ago. And the actual screenplay that it's become and it's a lot of fun to go on that ride with them that does sound fun i i definitely have been a friend of fan of freddie wong before but uh i have not really dug into that podcast well yeah and all three of them uh were the creative minds behind video game high school so if you ever watched that series uh the three of them that was their baby and they well, he still... did something before that too right uh what was before video game high school eh, okay the, the internet's there. If somebody's really curious, they can look it up. Yeah, you could dig in. Freddie Wong's brother also is uh, more popular on the uh, internet, especially with uh, Magic the Gathering things and stuff like that. So there's uh, all sorts of people to dive into there. All right, what's next up on your list? Uh, so it's DLC. Um, it is a video game and tabletop uh, news podcast for the most part. They'll talk about things that are coming out things they've been playing and uh, they have a guest who either is like you know uh, some form of developer or another um uh, what's the first word for a person who does news journalist yes or journalist um they're uh really exciting to listen to uh they're pretty you know straightforward about how they feel about games and uh, the way games are made uh, i have followed these two podcasters for probably I'm guessing 15 years now. They're they're fantastic. Oh, that's old as hell. And uh, just for those that, if uh, Zach went too fast, that is the letter D, the letter L, 
letter C, Delta yeah. Lima Charlie. Which, you know, is an acronym that they reassign uh, every episode. For dirty looking cloister. Sure. Duck longing cult. It, it tends to uh, be relative to whoever the guest is. Uh, that's pretty fun. Yeah. Um, all right. What you got? What's your what's your right, final my, uh, my final uh, one suggestion? Uh, is going to be uh, the Appendix N Book Club, which is uh, a podcast that's been going on for years. I only found out about them over the uh, quarantine, and I binged. No joke, it's got to be like forty hours <laughs> of this. So um, I'm sure I've brought it up in the show before, but. Uh, Appendix N is uh, the back of the Advanced Dungeons and Dragons Player's Handbook, where uh, it is what l- fiction literature Dungeons and Dragons is based on. And so we had Tim Cask on the show, who had a big hand in putting that together, along with Gary Gygax and uh, the two gentlemen that run that show, Jeff Goat and Hoy. Uh, meticulously go through every single book uh, they've put together a um a timeline i think that brings them to like eight years in the future and they start years ago when this project will conclude and they have been like clockwork almost to, to like get it done so it's normally the two of them and a guest they've even had michael moorcock on there which i think is the only author who's still alive that was on appendix n which tends to be mostly books in the 70s like when this thing was put together but a lot of pulp authors as well so robert e howard like conan stuff uh hp lovecraft has a lot on there uh ursula taylor gwynn lots of these like pulp authors uh from way back when so um i've read a lot of these books um and appendix n has this huge um place in Dungeons & Dragons these days. Uh, A brief history of that is when 4th edition Dungeons & Dragons came out, there was a big backlash where people wanted to go back to the way uh, it was kind of originally done, where 4th edition played a lot more like a board game or like WoW, where everyone had the same kinds of powers. So there was this call to go back, and it had a lot to do too with Goodman Games' Dungeon Crawl Classic, which went... uh, which pulled from those original sources quite a bit um, to make the game that we all uh, love and enjoy. So Appendix N Book Club is very fun if you want to get a kind of in-depth look at... I mean, honestly, they've got to be the go-to scholars for this very, very niche genre of pulp fiction literature. Uh, But they're also very entertaining to listen to. Uh, Knowing you, uh, that does sound like right down your alley. Yeah, for sure. very specific to <laughs> me and people like me. <laughs> uh, uh, so the... my my last podcast is uh, Fall of Civilizations, um, a history podcast, uh, kind of just a deep dive into a specific, you know, do, you know, one to two to three episode long um, look at a specific uh, civilization and, you know, why they fell. Um, I think the one that I re- listened to recently was uh, Roman Britain. Um, and I'm really bad at retaining historical information, so I'll kind of regurgitate some of the things that I thought were cool, but I'll probably have some of the details wrong. Um, but there was one point in time where they built this massive wall um, in, in um, Britain, and 
eventually when uh, Roman could no longer sustain their civilization there, um, this wall started getting dismantled just by local communities to be able to build their, you know, whatever they needed to. So there's so many um, structures now that still stand in Britain that were elements of this wall, whether it's a castle that was made from this wall or whether it was like, you know, um, a mill or a well or anything like that. So there's this, all these elements of stone that are throughout Great Britain now that are made from this wall. I thought it was just a cool little anecdote, but it's really great to uh, to listen to. I love it. Yeah, how many magic spells or uh, spell components are that wall in the oh, magical right. Isle of Britland? Yeah, uh, it's it's so it's so fun to think about like the um, the power presence of an object that was one thing and became something else, something especially as permanent as stone. That you know the things that it saw in one place being moved to somewhere else, and the hands that have touched it, you know what it retains. That's kind of cool to think about. I love that. Uh, have you ever seen the Red Violin? The no. film. So that movie follows this particular violin uh, and the different hands that it goes through, but it also keeps getting flashback to how the violin was actually created. And I m- once had an idea. I don't know if I'll ever write it. Someone else feel free to steal all my brilliant ideas. Was to do a specially like handcrafted bullet, and the movie kind of follows the uh, story of the bullet until it's finally used at the end, whatever that might be. But it's I love the idea of following an object like that. There's also the fun psychic power of, I don't even know what it's called, but like where you could like touch an object and go back to different places to see who else interacted with that particular object in like a psychic field. So that's yeah, also yeah. a very fun role-playing Slice game. Slice in time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, this is great. Um, is there anything else we want to tell our listeners about before we let them go and listen to another podcast? No, go listen to these great podcasts and uh, let us know what uh, cons you're planning on attending. And, um, you know, always in the show notes is our email address and our socials. We're on uh, Instagram, whatever. We throw it all at the end. So listen and uh, write all down epiclevelsrapgods.com um, and let us know uh, where you're going to be and where we should be. All right, Rob and Andrew, we're rooting for you. We can pull through. We'll see if we get Rob back on the show. If the he says he's only available at four AM from now on, we'll see how how long that takes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Bye, Steve. See you, Zach. Thanks for listening to the Epic Levels Mad Dungeon podcast. Let us know if you run this or any of our other adventures. You can support us via Patreon at patreon.com slash epiclevels for bonus map content, extra art, sticker packs, t-shirts, access to our Discord server, and lots of other exclusive goodies. Subscribe to us on your favorite podcast player, leave a comment, and tell your friends. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at epic underscore levels. Get nerd merch and stay up to date at epiclevelsrapgods.com. The Epic Levels Mad Dungeon podcast is hosted by Andrew Bellary, Rob Bellary, and Steve Albertson. Produced by Zach Cohen theme song by epic levels and beat by interesting aka mason grant who also makes tabletop games that you can purchase at gammawavegames.com and until next time may your crits be plentiful and your fumbles few